We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Thank you, Jay, and greetings, everyone. We read a most interesting statement from Luke, the 24th chapter, in verse 15. It was before Jesus ascended into heaven, and the Scripture says, So it was, while they conversed and reasoned, that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Here are two individuals discussing and questioning the resurrection of Christ, asking things that were reasonable. They were talking about the empty tomb and what all was going on. You know, dear friends, there's nothing wrong with questioning things we read about in the Bible, or when there are questions on our minds and we're seeking for the answers, we know that we can go to the Word of God. Today, the opportunity is before us as we have our Q&A here on Are You Listening? of the International Gospel Hour. Our Q&A, our question and answer time, uh, from time to time we love to just bring forth a broadcast dealing with a question and answers. We try to do a couple per broadcast. And the two questions today were submitted to me some years ago while I was in local preaching work. I thought they would be of interest to you today. And speaking of questions, dear friends, our Jay Webb has something that we think you'll be interested in. Jay? Do you have a question you would like to hear discussed on the International Gospel Hour? A biblical question that you've wondered about? We are always looking for good suggestions and questions, and will gladly consider yours. We will withhold your name from our broadcasts. Don't worry about that. We will only address your question. Here's all you do. Please go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and send us your question. We appreciate all of our listeners and thank you for your interest in spiritual things. Again, please go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and send us your question. Now, back to Jeff. Our first question is... Where in the Bible do we find that if you commit suicide, you will be lost forever? Where in the Bible do we find that if you commit suicide, you will be lost forever? Dear friends, I used to believe that based on a couple of scriptures. In 1 Corinthians 6:18-20, the Bible says, Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? For you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. You see, reading that the God, or that the body, if you will, is the temple of God, prompted me to believe that if you destroy the temple of God or take your life, that you are sinning against God. I also tied in with that 1 Corinthians three sixteen and 17 that says, Know ye not that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. 
and tying that verse in as well, one would defile the temple or the body, one individually, themselves, if they were to take their lives. But dear friends, as I've grown and tried to study and grow in a knowledge of the Word of God, both verses in context are dealing with ungodly living and not taking one's life. Now, let's consider this. Acts 17, verse 25 affirms that we know that life is a gift from God. And dear friends, we know that murder is condemned. It was done so in Exodus 20 and verse 13, Romans 13, verse 9 in the New Testament. And my friend Wayne Jackson penned that suicide has been called self-murder when committed by a person who is accountable. It is estimated that more than 90% of suicide victims are considered to be normal, sane persons. Now, that is of great interest, dear friends, and that being the case, a sane person who would take his or her life when Christ is the answer, of course, will answer to God. But, dear friends, we also know of circumstances of those not in a right mind and unaware. For example, I can think of two illustrations, and quite obviously I will withhold names, but I recall many years ago a friend of mine who awakened in the hospital, and they asked him why he attempted to take his life. He did not know what they were talking about. He had told me that through some testing and also uh, some uh, tests, and not only that, but different things that he went through and in the hospital and all, he found that he had a chemical imbalance and that he did not recall and did not think he would ever take his life. And when he learned of that chemical imbalance, the medication that he needed and what he needed to do with proper rest, he picked up his life and he went on continuing to be a great servant of God. I think also of a tragic call that I received or word that I had received of a man that I knew who took his life. I was shocked, and I called his daughter and talked with her a little bit. And she had shared with me that when he had taken his life, that they had noticed that his life had changed. He was saying and doing things that were just not him as a Christian. And when they did the autopsy, they found a growth, a small growth or tumor on his brain that was affecting his reasoning. And in so, he took his life. Dear friends, we have to be reminded that judgment lies in the hands of God. And many times there are things of which we are simply not aware of an individual that has taken his or her life. There are a lot of things, folks, we just simply don't know. And when we begin to make reasoning of things that we don't know, then we're getting over into an area of judging that Jesus condemns in Matthew 7, verses 1 through 3. With this question, dear friends, let's pause and be proactive. Dear friend, if you are contemplating suicide or you're aware of anyone that is doing so, talk with them, encourage them to a doctor. Help is available. And let us embrace and extend the following, not only to our lives, but to everyone. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days, that he may see good? Psalm thirty-four, twelve. In 1 Peter 3, verse 10, For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil in his lips that they speak no guile. And embrace the words of Christ in John 10, in verse 10, when he said, I am come that they might have life, 
and that they might have it more abundantly. Dear friends, there are good days ahead, and we can seek those good days, and we can do all that we can to learn more about God and to help us through these tough times. So, dear friends, reach out to us here at the International Gospel Hour. We would love to help you in any way possible. And with that being said, I know our question and answer sessions prompt other questions. Maybe they are urging you for more Bible study on a certain topic. Pause and let's listen to R.J. Webb, and we'll come back with our second question. Kind listeners, the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a Bible study course by mail so you may study in the privacy of your own home. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Please send the home study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. And our second question, exactly what is self-righteous and what does the Bible say about this? Exactly what is self-righteous and what does the Bible say about this? Self-righteous is defined as confident of one's own righteousness, especially when smugly, moralistic, and intolerant of the opinions and behaviors of others. Please notice in that definition, one's own righteousness. You know, Isaiah 65 verse 5 says, Which say, Stand by thyself, come not near to me, for I am holier than thou. These are a smoke in my nose, a fire that burneth all the day. God is not pleased with that type of attitude. And I believe that the parable of the Pharisee and the publican addresses this question from Luke 18, 9 through 14. Jesus spake a parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican, I fast twice in the week, I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. The conclusion, Jesus said, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For every one that exalteth himself shall be abased or brought low, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Dear friends, self-righteousness is a righteousness formed by one's self and not a righteousness that is formed by God and His gospel, wherein is the righteousness of God revealed, as we learn from Romans 1, 16 and 17, and especially verse 17, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, for as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Dear friends, we hope this broadcast of our Q&A has been of interest to you and has helped you in dealing with matters. 
We're going to continue our studies together. You'll hear our Q&A from time to time, and we would love to address any question that you may send our way as our J-Web mentioned earlier. Just go again to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and send us your question. We'll withhold your name, but we'll address your question in content in light of Scripture's. And again, dear friends, let's continue studying together, shall we? And dear friends, thanks for joining me on the International Gospel Hour today. I'm Jeff Archie, and keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series, by going to the Media tab at our site internationalgospelhour.com.